What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. you guys welcome back to another episode of the inflow podcast if you're new here my name is ani b this is nadine and today we are giving you the very first episode of our second season wow (laughs) can you believe it i know we just started this and we're already on season two um yeah like this is just a really sentimental moment for the both of us because we started this in december and it's now march and Just the community that we've built in just a few months has been the most incredible experience that we've had so far. And I think that we first off just want to say thank you so much for everyone that supports us and that tunes in every week and for just your undivided love and support because genuinely, I don't know, man, I thought that it would be cool reaching 100 people, let alone thousands and thousands of people, (laughs) um, especially this soon. So thank you guys for just being who you are and for wanting to be better every day. Yeah, we're so we're so so grateful. Um, we're we're so happy that, you know, it's it's not just us teaching you guys mm-hmm. something. You guys are teaching us something every single day that our work matters and that yeah. you know, spreading love really does matter and can mm-hmm. make a difference. So we really appreciate you guys um following us all the way through. Yeah. So that is exactly what we want this whole second season to be about. How can we all be better every single day and truly like embark on this journey to self. So that is what season two is all about. It's the journey to self series. And we're going to start that off strong by diving into our own journeys to self and how we've gotten to where we are today and how we're continuously continuing the journey daily. So yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this right now. Too. It was it, there's there's moments in our lives that have really put us on the path yeah. um, to get to where we are in this very specific moment, and that's mm-hmm. crazy to think about that we're going to go back there. I know it's like we're taking a time machine and just going to kind of like transport ourselves to where we were. And like, I, I guess I haven't even really thought to myself often like, what made you start this? So mm-hmm. so you know, filming this episode, I was thinking to myself when we were prepping, I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, you've come a long way and sometimes looking backwards temporarily just to like see how far you've come is just a really beautiful experience so yeah i'm just excited to do that and share that with you guys Mm -hmm. where did this begin for you nadine oh yeah um our journeys have been different yeah yeah absolutely i mean if you guys don't know me and annika were best friends in middle school Mm -hmm. uh for for a while for years and then um you know we kind of just found our own ways and drifted off for a little bit and then found yourselves again. Um, But in that meantime, we were both working on ourselves so deeply and we had no idea. And it's funny because most of the passions that we ended up getting into were the same passions that we can now relate on later in life. Mm -hmm. But for me, what really got me my first foot in the door as far as my spirituality was, well, one, my family is very spiritual in itself. I come from an Islamic religion. And so I've been always taught, you know, to embrace that and to know that there is a source and there's somebody, you know, or somebody or someone or or a being or a God or whatever it is that you decide out there really looking out for you and always wanting you to win. Um, And so I had that in the back of my mind, of course, but you know, you're young at the time and you almost kind of like defeat 
anything that your parents tell you as far as religion because you're mm-hmm. you're just not really you're not really there yet you, you you haven't had your own life experiences and so you're not able to really understand or connect with that um but a way that I was able to embark on my spiritual journey was I have to thank my mom for it really was because she put me into that yoga teaching class And so when I got my yoga teaching certification, I had spent three months every single day doing a yoga class and on the weekends doing three yoga classes a day and really diving into your nervous system and connecting with other people and finding out all these different poses and the origination of yoga and Mm -hmm. all these beautiful things about it. But I will never forget the moment when when one of these classes, they were teaching us about eye gazing And we were sitting in front of a candle and we had all of the classmates that you were going to be with for the next couple of days, for the next 30 days or so, three months actually. And so within those three, within that first day of initially meeting everybody, we were asked to sit there and look into each other's eyes. And they told us like, just know that this stranger has cried their eyes out before. Like this person who you don't know has cried so hard. And I will never forget that. I remember that I was looking at a different person and I was seeing her for who she was and as another human being that I get to connect to and do something with. And there was a reason why we had to be the ones staring at each other. Mm-hmm. And after that moment, I knew that life was so much bigger than what we just, than what we see and what we know right now. Yeah, it is. It is so much bigger than that. And for me, you know, my spiritual journey, like it's sourced from something totally different. I definitely feel like my struggles as a kid is really where my spiritual journey began because I, especially in like high school, I was just going through a lot of things and, you know, I had a lot of trauma in my childhood. And I think as I got older, I started to develop this ability to like tap into it or it just kind of felt like a wave, like a wave of things would hit you. And I didn't have a very stable house home and household and just everything in my life at the time of being in high school was like really unstable. And so for that reason, I had to really find something deep within myself at such a young age because it was almost like life or death for me. I I really struggled a lot. And so that's where it began for me. It was like so many conversations that I had with Source as a kid when I was just at like a really bad place that would keep telling me all the time that I was here for a reason and that I was not done yet. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is just the beginning of your lifetime. Like you're not allowed to dip out on him right now. Like you have so much to do. Like your purpose has not been completed. So having those experiences so young was really confusing. But um, yeah, I think that was my first experience tapping in with Source and feeling that deep connection with something that was not necessarily another person, um, but something that lived within me, but also lived within everyone. And yeah, that's where I felt that first connection. But it also kind of like developed itself more and more as I got into a, a serious relationship. That's when it like really took off because I got into a relationship when I wasn't in a great place. I had just lost a couple of people in my life, like loved ones. And So I get into this relationship and I become so dependent on this person. Like it was like a really nasty case of codependency Mm. and I lost my sense of self, but I was 17. So I didn't really have like a big grip on who I was just yet anyway. So like the little speck of like the idea of who I thought I was 
totally morphed with this new person and Mm. I like fell into them. And it was not a good thing because anytime he would leave and hang out with his friends, like I, it wasn't anything crazy, but I just would not be okay with it. And I just was not okay with being by myself. Like every time I needed to go to the grocery store, like he had to come with me. I couldn't do things on my own. And there was a point where like we got to a place in our relationship where he told me and I told myself like, you need to you we can't be this way. We can't spend every moment together or else we're not it's not going to work. Like we're fighting all the time whatever whatever. Long story short, I was in such a like weird place at that time that it made me ask myself, who am I? Hmm. Like if our relationship were to end, like who am I after that? Like I don't know who I am right now. I'm just this person who's just here who like is a barista and like, you know, what what's my thing, you know? So fitness was actually where I found myself initially and I can dive into that later, but you know, it was really just about asking myself who I am and what makes me feel like myself and tapping into that at a deeper level. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it, what's cool about it is that it really is a journey to yourself and you're never off that journey you're going to be on that journey for the rest of your life. So if you ever think that you are exactly done and you're, you're fini and what you're doing is what you're doing, you could have a total other next spiritual awakening at the age of 80 years old and 90 years old (laughs) and a hundred years old. Like that's funny because my initial spiritual awakening was through yoga and I was 17 at the time too. Mm -hmm. And that's where I felt like uh, a, a little bit more individualistic. I feel like I was a very shy kid mm-hmm. and I didn't open myself up to a lot of people because, you know, I was always nervous um, that I wouldn't say the right things or I wouldn't be, you know, who I was supposed to be for that person because I was constantly walking on eggshells in my childhood too. So I wanted to make sure that everyone felt comfortable and everyone felt safe. So who I was didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And so what yoga taught me was that when I was up in front of everybody and having to teach an entire classroom how to move their elbow to their hand or how to breathe and how to do certain things, I was commanding the room. It was me calling the shots. And in that moment, I felt so much power and I heard my voice went from being shaky to being really strong. And that's where I feel like something clicked, where I was like, never in my life will I ever feel like I can't speak up again, or I can't say what I really need to say, or or be who I need to be, because that's important. Um, and then eventually, like, that fades out, and you kind of, you go, this journey is so interesting, because you go, I feel like you dip in and out of your spirituality. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are moments where I'm very spiritual, and there are moments where I'm like, not so spiritual, and there are moments where I have to dive back in. And it was in my relationship as well, you know, becoming that person, being super codependent and then finally seeing it from an outside perspective um, and and knowing that there is room to change. There is room for growth. And, and that's part of the journey. Yeah. And like you said, it's never over. This is a journey that will never end for you. And that's such a beautiful thing to me. Like how boring if it just was like at its peak and then that was it, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what life is about. It's about the ups and downs and that experience of, you know, positive and negative and the beauty of the balance in that. And, you know, that's why we're here to experience that. And I think it's so beautiful to, you know, partake and, and witness everything that is. So, yeah. So that's where, you know, our journeys began. Now, yoga was actually the place where shit got real for me too. (laughs) Like I, 
would got into fitness initially and that was like kind of became my haven. But then honestly, it really started because I was having so much tightness in my body just from lifting and everything. And so I remember being like, dude, I really need to like get on this like stretching everyday thing because Mm. I am not feeling great anymore. (laughs) So um, every morning and every night I was like, you know what? I need to try to do yoga. Like people do yoga. Like, you know, that's a really great way to stretch your body. So my only intention was just to like, you know, loosen up my body or whatever. So I could just like keep lifting. And, um, so I found Boho Beautiful online, which is like, I use, I still do their classes every single day. And by the way that she just conducted her classes, it was unlike anything else I've seen, like any other person who teaches yoga online. It's just very like, you know, downward dog, upward dog, inhale, exhale. And that's really awesome and beautiful. But the way that she taught it, it was like there was so much intention between every breath that you took and every posture that you did. And it was just, it was more than stretching. You know, it introduced me to this like awareness and this consciousness that I just was not tapped into fully at the time. And so it became a a ritual by accident to do yoga every morning and every evening. And then, you know, getting consistent with that. Now, if I don't do yoga before I go to bed, all hell will break loose. Like it's not okay. (laughs) And I can't do my morning without yoga. Like it's just become a core value for me. And so if anyone just, you know, I want to start my spiritual journey. I want to dive into this idea of a conscious lifestyle how do I start? Like, do I go get crystals? Like, do I get a tarot deck? You know, I think that's kind of what people think, but it's not about that. Consciousness and spirituality, it solely just means to connect with your inner source. And that can mean a bunch of different things for everyone. And so I would recommend trying out yoga because that is something that really kicked it off for the both of us. If you just want to put on a video and, and do a boho beautiful yoga class at home and take those moments to just really connect your mind with your body, you might be like, holy shit, I feel like a whole different person after just one class, right? And that could be your introduction into your own journey to self. Mm -hmm. That's one way. Yeah, um, I'll never forget when being in a classroom, especially like even if you want to go take a yoga class or a hot yoga class, there are so many challenges that you're faced with in the class. But then they'll always remind you like, hey, what was your intention when you first started? What was the reason why you started this in the beginning? And because you are, you know, doing the hardest part of the class and it's really hot in there and you're like huffing and puffing and you're thinking that you can't get through this and you're like, I just want them to open the door. I just want them the air fresh air to come in. Like, oh my God. (laughs) And then they'll remind you that like, if you're overwhelmed, you can lay on your mat, but you do not leave the room. Mm -hmm. Lay on your mat, but you don't leave the room. And the reason why I, I remember that so deeply was because whenever I felt the room, I felt discouraged. I felt like I couldn't finish my practice but when I stayed in there and I pushed through it and I told my mind over over what my body was needing and I just had to quiet the mind the monkey brain is what they call it Mm -hmm. and learning how to tame that that helped me throughout my whole life because it's really the practice of yoga is learning to one attach your body to your mind and your breath and two is to convince your mind that you're capable of doing whatever it is that you want your body to do it's Mm -hmm. all that's all it is is taming that monkey brain mind over matter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's all about your mindset and it's all about what you decide the trajectory is you know and like you're in control of it all 
And that's so incredible is that you can choose to embark on your journey to self right now, or you can choose to do it in 10 years. But I can promise you one thing, your quality of life is going to suffer every time that you don't choose yourself first. So if you, you know, say, you know what, I really have been wanting to start my spiritual journey, but for whatever reason you haven't yet and and obstacles come up or excuses perhaps come up, just remember that the longer that you wait for this, the more you're going to hurt and the harder it will be actually. And all it takes is baby steps. You don't have to just like throw yourself into this like cosmic water and just expect to know how to swim in it. It's just like, it doesn't work that way. You just have to do things that make you feel connected to your life force. And it's just as simple as that. Mm. So, um, yeah. And I just want you to ask yourself as often as you can, like, who am I? What am I here for? What is my purpose? And if you really want to know, you can sit there with yourself and turn off all your distractions and just genuinely ask your source because this life force that you have has all the answers already. You can sit with yourself, ask yourself the question, and you will know the answer. It's just like, can you quiet your mind enough to actually hear what your source is telling you? That's really what it comes down to because the chit chat of the day and of your task and of your stressors, like they're really loud in your mind. And if you can learn and master the ability to quiet that white noise, the way that your source and your intuition speaks is honestly loud as fuck. <laughs> so, no, that's very true. I remember I was reading this specific book called The Untethered Soul. Uh-huh. Um, and so in the first like couple chapters, um, and these books are great when you're trying to, you know, dive into like what it means to be, you know, spiritual or, or, or whatever it is, the, the four agreements, um, the untethered soul. Um, alchemist. The alchemist is my favorite. I absolutely love that book. And they're all about these people having these journeys, right? And what specifically in the untethered soul, what really spoke to me was just being the observer, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I guess I never had really thought about being an observer about what my mind was thinking about. And I think mm-hmm. that's such a simple way to see what what's going on in my head. Am I thinking things? And, I'm, and am I thinking too much? Like, is there ever a point in my practice where I can learn to meditate and just listen to the sound of my breath going in and out and that be the only thing that I listen to and not my thoughts and that was the quickest way for me to actually start hearing source and hearing the good stuff come in and feeling that that sense of peace and relaxation Mm -hmm. and it was always by the water too like at the beach and just having that time for myself and being alone there, there are times where I feel like there are a lot of people out in the world that like are afraid of like going to a place alone like the beach alone or sitting and reading a book alone but it's so important because you need to know yourself you need to hang out with yourself um and and as far as distractions how often are we distracted we have our phones right in front of us we have people calling us 24 7 we have responsibilities that we need to do Mm -hmm. but your biggest responsibility in the beginning of your day is to check in Mm -hmm. or once in a while you know take your time and really check in with yourself and ask yourself what it is that I see for myself and what is it that I want and and how can I relax my nervous system and tone myself down so when I get into those moments where I get into these life experiences where they really test me and they really ask me am I strong enough do I have the strength to beat this it's those moments that you spent time alone and you've heard yourself finally just relax the chatter of your mind and come to a place of peace is going to show you that you're capable of doing that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You, uh, you unlock different strengths at different points in your journey, for sure. And it's like, you can see it as kind of like a game. Like life is kind of a game, you guys. It's like, it is kind of silly, silly and goosey, you know, like it's not that deep sometimes. But also, it's like, that's, it's so, it's so amazing. Cause like life itself, the, the experience of life is so deep, but also so not deep at the same time. Like it's mm-hmm. everything and nothing. And that like counterbalance of complete opposites is a, is a phenomenon that fascinates me so deeply. It's like we as humans are everything, right? Like we all have this incredible source energy that we all share collectively, but it's also like, our existence is so fragmental. Like it's, it's, it's so insignificant at the same time. So that alone, that balance between incredible importance and, and nothing at all is just, uh, I could sit with that thought for hours and (laughs) that alone can make me so inspired to just go after what I love and start this journey to self because at the end of the day, your stressors to pay rent or your stressors to get a promotion at work, whatever the things are in your life that are like taking a toll on you or the biggest factors for you to think about every day, they're really not nearly as important as the depths and discovering who you are. Mm-hmm. Right? And what this what this experience is all about, like why are you here right now? You know? What what's the purpose of it? And I think that um, in our own ways, we'll discover that over time. And really, your purpose can change day to day. It can change year to year. And I think that's another thing that's so awesome to be a part of, you know, like the way I saw my purpose when I was 15 versus how I see my purpose now, it's night and day. But at the end of the day, ever since I started the journey to self, the vision was clear. I always knew that I was meant to teach and, and share and spread love with the world at like a large scale. And I know that my journey isn't done yet. Like this podcast is a way for me to, um, you know, partake in my purpose, but this is like just the beginning of something that's going to be much more insane than this, you know? Anyway, it's just, uh, your, your journey, your journey changes, you know, but the vision needs to just be clear. Like where you're going needs to be clear in the routes that you, that you take to get there can switch up sometimes Mm -hmm. okay so if any of you are asking like what like another thing that i can do to really unlock this like the source this energy that you're talking about i want to feel tapped in i want to feel like somebody who can speak to source and source can speak to me generally i'm it's the more that you ask for the knowledge the more the knowledge you will receive there's been plenty of moments in my life where i'll I'll speak to source and you know i'll pray and i'll say you know i I really want to know i really want to be wise i want to be wiser i want to be able to to feel like I'm ready to tell the world what needs to be heard, you know, or I'll thank, you know, my angels and my spirit guides or whatever it may be for, you know, giving us channeled messages to to speak to you guys and, and tell us what to say. And every time I'm never failed, every mm-hmm. single time we put out something that's meant for the world in that very specific mm-hmm. moment. And that's yeah. what I absolutely love about finding that connection within yourself, because you'll notice how impressive you actually are. If you want to find it, you will right? If you put your mind to finding something, you know what? I want to unlock this connection. I want to unlock this consciousness. You will find it. It's just up to you and having the mindset and and putting um, an intention into this connection and into this discovery, it will show itself to you. It's everywhere. You can find divinity and you can find spirituality and everything, right? And 
you know, when we say spirituality, we use this word in a very intentional way. Like we're not, we're not getting crazy with it. And I know that the whole trend of spirituality has like been, has become like just something in itself. Right. Mm -hmm. But spirituality, it's religion. It is your connection with yourself. Spirituality is just anything in my opinion, that is above just the three-dimensional experience of life. And it is also included in this three-dimensional experience of life. It's just anything that you can take an outside perspective on and really see the beauty and the reason behind your experiences. That is a spiritual thing to me. And on top of that, I mean, it's going to look different for everybody, right? But this is where we coexist. You know, we have so many different types of religions. We have so many people that believe in so many different things. At the end of the day, what matters is my philosophy is that be kind to you and be kind to others and source will find you. And you can take that, you can you can be a spiritual person, you could be somebody who's not very spiritual or believes in anything other than what's in front of you right now. And that's yeah. totally fine too. But this is how we did it. This is how we found ourselves is yeah. through source. And, and we'll say that till the day we probably die at this point because it's just what's worked, you know? Yeah. Um, and, th- and that may be different from you, but... Yeah. Another thing that I that I have to say is that your source can be in anything. Your source can be in your friends. Your source can be in your family members. You know, there's so many times where our elders are trying to tell us things and teach us the lessons that they've already been through and are providing us with such gold knowledge that we're just like mm-hmm. kind of like throwing off. We're like, okay, yeah, grandma, like, good to know. No, yeah. your fucking grandma, she knows. Yeah. <laughs> and she knows everything. And so does your mom. And, you know, just take their lessons even if they don't seem like something that you can relate to mm-hmm. listen to them anyways you'll find yeah. gold in there yeah there's something to learn from every person and everyone's experiences and just keep yourself open to the ability to learn from others and keep yourself open to the ability to connect with yourself and with everyone else and that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day yeah. so yeah that's that's kind of it for us. That's kind of how we started our journey and what we foresee for ourselves. And like we said in the beginning, the journey doesn't end, okay? It doesn't end right now. It doesn't end next year. It's just a continuous journey of discovery. And that is something that we all get to do together. And I think that that's so awesome, you know? Yeah, we get absolutely. to just like hold each other's hands and, and share our experiences and, and just be there for each other. So yeah, yeah that's without, what we without, do it for. Yeah, without any judgment either, mm-hmm. right? You yeah, know, I there be plenty of times where I have experiences or I have dreams and I and I have new new things that I'm doing, you know, like or I'll tell Annika, "Hey, I'm deciding that I'm being a little more, you know, Islamic and I'm praying every single day five times a day or or just in the mornings and doing my specific Islamic prayer." And she's like, "I love that," you yeah. know, and it's made me it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like a better person. Mm-hmm. And Annika would tell me, "Oh, I just listened to this specific meditation and I, you know, healed my womb tonight." And I'm like, "I love that. I love <laughs> that you're healing your womb." <laughs> yeah. There's just there are things that you can do and they're going to look different for every other person. So, yeah. if someone is confident enough to let you know about what they're doing to feel more whole and feel like themselves, allow them to share that with you. You could be learning something pretty incredible. Yeah. Give people safe spaces to do that. So, mm-hmm. anyway, you guys, we're really excited about this new season and all that it will have in store we thank you so much and we feel so blessed to have you on this journey with us and yeah follow us on instagram and on tiktok as usual at the inflow podcast you can give us an official episode request if you'd like anything if you just want to chat in our inboxes they're always open so with that being said you guys we love you so so much thank you for tuning in we will see you next monday eastern standard time at 6 a.m don't be late and don't be late (laughs) bye bye Thank you.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co 